Kiki B. And I'm Sammy Z. And this is Stumbling Along. We need to get technology working. We cannot keep recording and recording and recording. Need to be back together. We just had another technical difficulty, but it wasn't our fault. It was the internet and it cut out on us. And just we lost all of our footage once again. And we were having the time of our lives. We were laughing so hard at our old journals. Sam has to update everyone before we start reading about her symptoms and her experience with um, our good friend who should not be named. Who shall not be named. So who shall not be named was on my mind. Symptoms were creeping up and I was told from telehealth that maybe it's best that I just go get checked. Mainly because I was just traveling, and I think that's where the main concern lied. So, so be it. I went to the hospital to get checked. Um, Before you can even get into the hospital, everybody, um, there is security at the front door. And a guy standing there with a full mask and a shield being like, why are you here, essentially? A shield? Um, Yeah, he had like a glass shield. I'm just picturing like a toy soldier and a shield. No. So I tell them why I'm there to get tested. I walk through the sliding door and immediately on the right, there is a desk with a woman fully in a hazmat suit who checks my blood pressure, asks my symptoms and my um, fever. So I do that. And then what, what once was the waiting room has turned into like these little cubicle, like telemarketer booth kind of vibes. And you walk and then you get re-registered for getting tested. And then there is a slit in the wall, which you push your information through. And then you have to like stand and wait your turn. Keep in mind, there's no one there. So I will instantly go in. There are like three doctors in there, all in these hazmat suits. I had no idea what to expect. I was told that, is Bob Cajun in Ontario? Yeah. Is that what the song's about? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you just thinking about this now? (laughs) Because the notification just came on my on my um, computer that said like two people have died in Bob Cajun oh. and I was like from Corona and I was like holy shit is that where that song that like came from <laughs> wow <laughs> I'm dead oh, I thought that was a made up word <laughs> <laughs> wow oh. okay anyway sorry that was like shocking to me <laughs> Anyway, so you go in and I got swabbed. They put like a big swab down my throat, right to the back of my neck and just like swabbed me. And then they just told me that within seven days, they would, if they call my house, it's to confirm I have it. But if they do not call, I do not have it. So it's been exactly six days since I went. Um, So I have 24 hours. I'm praying that that means it's a no. So we're going to go with a no until it's a yes. Imagine they call you like the last minute of your um, freedom we're it's, we're looking in the clear everybody so i'm really happy about that tell us what's going to be the first thing you do when you're released from your room all i want to do is step outside i know on on stumbling long's instagram at first i was showing myself kind of going on walks by myself um and then quickly we realized that quarantine you shouldn't be doing that and then when i started showing symptoms my whole health went into lockdown and they were just like nope you're not going anywhere so I have not been outside in over a week now. And all I want to do is step outside into the sun. So there better be sun on Friday is what I'm saying. Do you feel like a vampire? I do. And I'm finding it very hard to focus. I know everyone's always preaching about like, 
oh, this is perfect for like productivity. I think that being stuck in one room drives you stir crazy. Having not as much to do makes me unmotivated so much. So I just spend, like if it's dark and gray outside, I spend my day laying. Um, So the weather like really affects my mood too. So some days I am really um, productive and other days I'm just, just laying. Just lying there. I do a lot of just laying there. I think I have carpal tunnel from it. <laughs> from just carpal always being tunnel. <laughs> I know my hand has like formed to my phone. I know it's so bad. It hurts. And then I try not to be on my phone, but then I just get like I'm so addicted now that I'm just like always on it. Anyways, enough of that talk. We're here to take everyone's minds off of that. That. So today we are reading our childhood journals. We are. Um, and we're also turning it into a drinking game. So we have every time Samantha swears in her journal, because apparently she swears a lot, she says. Every time we say, dear diary. And every time we sign off. And every time we have to make up a, a name. So if you don't have a drink yet, grab one and drink with us. And uh, let's dive into let's- our... Dive in. Junie B. Jones. Let's do it. Dear Dumb Diary Realness. So I'm going to start off with how my creative mind discovered the sign-off. So my journal starts in 2008. That is, I was 11 years old. And that puts me in grade six. So I was kind of flipping through my journal trying to get inspiration. And after every single sign-off, I say salt Samantha or salt Sam. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, why do I keep saying that? And then finally, I turn to a page which is dated September 10th, 2008. Salt Samantha at the end of the journal. And then on the side, the acronym for SALT is Sincerely, Absolutely, Lovingly, Truly, SALT Samantha. (laughs) Absolutely. And I spelled absolutely, A-B-S-A-L-O-T-L-Y. Sounding it out. Absolutely. 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 So that is the first kind of funny thing. I wanted to like say about my diary I don't know if you guys remember being in primary school and cursive writing was still very much alive and well in our curriculum so I think I was either trying to improve it or thought I was an adult because the (laughs) first half of this diary is entirely in cursive and it makes it really hard to read because I don't think anyone actually knew every single letter of the of the alphabet so some I think I've just made up the letters of how I thought they should look So that's quite funny. Makes sense. Yeah, that's quite funny. So the first one I'm going to read is dated April 12th, 2008. Dear Diary, I got MSN on Friday. (laughs) So happy. And then there's a dot, dot, dot. And we flip the switch. It says, (laughs) shit, piss, crap, with an E on the end. Virginia, with a V. Oh my. Bitch. <laughs> so that's one, two, three, four, five sips for anyone following. Oh my God. Yeah. My mom has access to my MSN. Do you think she like was reading your stuff without you knowing? Do you remember? No, she definitely wasn't. I think she, probably knowing my mom, the rule would have been 
Um, we, if you want to have MSN, you have to be willing to let me look at it whenever you, whenever I want. Fair. I'm sure that was the playoff we had, which probably ruined my life. <laughs> and after that, it went, oh, by the way, sis always watching me on MSN. And then it says, MSN is not all that sun, oh, no, it's not all that fun after all. And then it says, P.S., love you, Edward Cullen. So your sister, does that mean your sister was watching you? That means that my mom had access to my MSN and my sister was allowed to watch me while I typed to people. Hmm. Basically, me having MSN was just my parents taking a piss out of what I want. Wow. I would have been frustrated, too. Yeah, right? Like, that's a abrasion of privacy, left, right, and center. Yeah, what's the point of MSN? I know. So April 12th was a, a high and a low for me. <laughs> one, one. <laughs> that's good. Oh, MSN. Oh, MSN. <laughs> Your turn. Um, this is 2008 as well. It says, my dad took us to Niagara. We went to Ripley's Moving Theater Wax Museum, which was really cool. And we saw the falls. We also went to Gino's Pizza. <laughs> Friday. Fritz came over and I will be taking care of him for a week, but I'm also going to Cottage. Fritz was my friend's bunny. Unreal. At the time. That was kind of lame. You can read another. This is the one. Okay, this journal, it starts off saying, relax, sit back and enter with bravery and take some risks, risks while you're on the way. Wow. Did you write that? Yeah. And then there's a another page that says, to anyone who reads this, this is private. You may not find everything you like in there. To my ch- <laughs> Oh, dear Lord. To my children. Well, future children, when the time comes, I will let you read this. <laughs> Whoever does read this does not have permission and is trust- trust- trespassing. Look around. See who's watching. Stop. I will find out. This is confidence. Stop reading this unless you have permission, you hoochie mamas. <laughs> that would intimidate me. So it says uh, it's 2008. Okay. Here it is. It's titled, He's, He Said That He Said. Oh, wow. So I got to change some names here. So Elizabeth told me that Bobby thinks... Stephanie and Amanda are too skinny for TNAs, but I look good in TNAs. <laughs> Bobby said that, Carol said that, but I bet he did too. Carl is so embarrassed. Well, <laughs> girls say the same stuff. Carl has nothing to be ashamed of. Carl wants girls to see the true side of Bobby, which is a jerk, and all follow through on that plan. I don't want to be Bobby's friend anymore. He's a jerk, and he blames it all on his best friend, Carl. He would choose girls over his best friend, Carl. Oh, my God, Victoria, you're laying down the law. I know. To be honest, what particularly got me in that is the whole TNA. Because I feel like TNA, the TNA tracksuits were what all the, like, the cool, like, kind of, like, promiscuous grade sixes wore. It was a cool thing to get. And, like, you obviously had to have, like, the color of the stripe really yes. defined you. So if you had, like, a white 
or silver, you were very much a basic. I had a gold, which meant I was extra pink one. Pink, yeah, pink was a classic. And then everyone, the Lululemons meant that you were just like a fit, cool, like you were still cool, but you were more of like an active, like less promiscuous, more like tomboy vibe. But the teenage really set you apart and everyone like, obviously everyone remembers the Ackerman like tits and ass. Yes, and you would just be like labeled that, like people would just call you that when you wore it. Yeah, but you couldn't not wear it because everyone was wearing it. So you, it was a double-edged sword, really. And it was expensive back then, too. But I remember being like, I have to get these or else I'm not cool. Like, I need them. Yeah, they were definitely... That was a prime of, like, the tangible clothing being the coolest thing ever. Like, Abercrombie & Fitch was a big thing. Hollister. Oh, that makes me, like, ill thinking about The Lululemon headbands. Oh, those... I still use for like face masks and I go to the grave with them but I do agree when you'd your hair would be slicked back in a pony and then you would have them on and you'd have to have like the label in the middle like you had to have it showing yeah. to yes, sh- tell everyone that you're wearing Lulu brand exactly oh that's a really good one babe. so before I tell my next story I thought I should like follow up to your like how what the diary my entrance says Oh, yes. So before you enter my diary, it says danger with a heart exclamation point. Samantha Zangrilli is pissed off right now because you think you have the right to read personal information. (laughs) And I will find who you are. You have been warned. You better not read further or else. Dot, dot, dot. Thanks. Times 1000. Heart. Samantha. Oh my god, you're such an angry child. <laughs> Samantha's like really pissed off right now. So uh, that's, that's the scary message I have before even reading further into the diary. We should interview our siblings and parents to see if they read them. <laughs> yeah, we really should. So this one is also dated back to 2008. It is the second day of school. Um, there will be some name changes as well. This is the first time I have ever worn a skirt to school. I wonder what everyone will think. My nonna got me a Lululemon sweater um, that I wanted for Christmas. I'm probably going to wear that to school on Monday. Oh, I'll finish writing after school. Salt, Sam. (laughs) Your skirt. I'm back now and no one said anything. (laughs) God damn it. Today was amazing, though. The three of us were inside the guys' group, and I started throwing grass at Adam, and you could totally tell that Blake was getting jelly. So then they both started throwing grass at Blake, and I got it in his mouth. It was so funny. Right tomorrow, salt, Sam. P.S. Starting to really, really, really like Blake. Aww. I'm starting to like him throwing grass, flirting, wore skirt, no one noticed. (laughs) the most disturbing part of the story for me personally um okay i'm gonna go to the next journal and this one Hmm. okay this one also has a great start so the first page it says i started my diary backwards to give life some different unique torius bunk i think i just fucked up (laughs) and there's a little note that says this year be yourself don't let anyone bring you down you're inspiring don't get into any drama it says as well so that's probably what that meant oh i love that and then it says i'm the life of a party i'm super girl watch your back 
Brace yourself. Here I come. (laughs) They're actually so jokes. Which one are you going to give me? Um, This is a good drama one. Thursday, September 10th. The girls are groupier and groupier every day. A bit worse every day. Today, I sort of told Elizabeth about Bobby. I like him a little. I feel like I needed to because she told me something. That she has a boyfriend and she likes Carl a little. We'll see what happens. I do regret it a little bit, but it will turn into something good. Have a little faith. Heart, heart, heart. I'm starting to like... There's another boy here. I'm starting to like Damien more (laughs) and more every day. Maybe you could call it a crush. Yeah, it is. Apparently he has a girlfriend, but I also heard he likes Nellie, one of the grade eight girls. Of course, he wouldn't even look twice at a grade seven. We're probably like guppies to him. And then it says the plan. There was a plan. You put a plan in place? Yeah. Megda becomes friends with this guy. She introduces us. Then we start to talk. Then bang. Or (laughs) he switches to my class and he becomes friends with my friend. Um, Give me a name here. Uh, Kara? No, it's a boy. I need a boy name. Uh, Derek? Derek. And they introduce me to him. Ba va voom. Oh wow, ba va voom. Love is love. And then there's like a crush o meter for two different boys that I have a crush on. A crush o meter. And then I do a little mash thing with all my crushes. Oh my god, you were boy crazy. I was. I absolutely love that. And that's so funny. And then I sign it off. Yeah, Victoria. XOXO. <laughs> This one, so I'm going to fast track. This is grade seven now. It's the same kind of people involved. So Blake is still there. Adam's still there. And Sierra's still here. Um, And the title of this one, so this is June 21st, 2010. So we've really jumped. The title is Blood War Hell. Oh, my. (laughs) Jesus. Get ready to drink up. There's tons of swearing. (laughs) Journal, comma. Oh, fucking shit. Today was fucking messed up. (laughs) Blake was being such a effing selfish jackass. We all tried on Sierra's headband, but he was the last one to do it. So I was blaming it on him for stretching it out. Then this part is like really blurry. But I was behind him when he got up. I don't remember if I had a conversation, but right after that, he slapped me across the face. Oh, my God. It was like a hard slap, too. Even Adam heard it. Blake probably took it as a big joke, but I was pissed. (laughs) I got all my anger and pushed him over the desk. You could tell it hurt, but he... But as a jerk he is, he responded and said, wow, you strong? Do you do boxing or something? (laughs) Then my lovely sailor's mouth came out. I swear 
I swear to him like he was about to kill me. But that but things that I remember most was and then I give like a list of the things the most the things I remember saying. Don't ever talk to me again. Who the f do you think you are? Those were the two noted conversation points. Wow. And then it says, well, journal, only seven days of school left. I feel slash sense all hell is about to break loose between Blake and I. And two, my group and my, oh, I'm, I'm saying that right here. I'm saying I list it off. I'm like, all hell is going to break loose between first, Blake and I, and second, the group and the Sixers. That's the year under me. And finally, the girls in my class. Life is sucking at the moment. On the bright side, it's Adam's birthday today. Ugh, Zangrilli out. So you slapped Adam. I slapped Blake. No, Adam slapped you. No, I slapped. Oh, yeah. Blake slapped me. But you really like Blake. I know. He slapped me because I was making fun of him saying you stretched Sierra's headband. But you were just... I was just being playful, and then I and then as I stated here, everything got really blurry, and then I pushed him over the desk. It's like you blacked out and had a rage. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what that was. I just want to like know again and again that I don't swear like ever anymore. I feel like I'm like so like tame in terms of like my vulgarity. And, like, grade six to eight me, like, lived for the vulgar attitude. Part of all this is that her mom worked at, works at the school that she went to. <laughs> so did your mom hear about these things that you did through the grapevine? I'm not really sure. I know if there was really big drama, they would tell my mom, but they would have to call my dad. And that was always, like, really terrifying. Oh no. <laughs> um, but no, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm sure I'm sure stuff like this they probably didn't know about, but now they will. So there it is. There you go. I have my last journal here. Okay, let's hear it. It's a Harry Potter journal. So it must have been I have um nice writing in this one. This is like a mix of high school. Oh you wrote in high school? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, God. That's here? My writing's actually so much nicer here. Oh, and I have pictures in here. I have to make sure it's not too incriminating. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, this is a pep talk for me to talk to a boy in high school. Okay. Let's call him Jared. Okay. I don't know. Um, why you should absolutely talk to Jared. Oh my god, I'm so excited! A self-pep talk. (laughs) Because you're hot. (laughs) He's hot. You're in grade 12. He's in a younger grade. Oh my god! (laughs) Your friends will bow down to you. No, not likely. Power couple. Probably not. <laughs> Potential prom date. Wow, you're working all of the angles here. You'll regret it if you don't. I Fair. think I'm fine. Um, what if he starts talking to someone else? True. Solo to prom? Question mark? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. 
hurry before it fades to nothing. Oh, wow. He's the hottest guy at school. Probably not. <laughs> You'll be a pussy if you don't. Oh, my God. Oh, man, that's a little bit incriminating. Okay, so I have a really funny one that's also um, dated back to grade eight. So this is 2010, April 28th, 2010. I will be having to change some names. And these are new names. So these are not Blake and Adam. The guys at my school are so effed in the head, especially Roderick. To think yesterday, I thought we were cool. What a bullshitter. So... Me and Sarah wrote mm, Danny's name all over the board. And stupid us then write Sarah plus Samantha equal friends forever with a heart. <laughs> Roderick fucking took a picture of it and put it on fucking Facebook. Like, what the F of this is problem? Ugh. <laughs> if Danny accepts Roderick's friend request, me and Sarah's dreams of becoming friends with Danny are over. On the plus side of things, Sarah and I's audition went fabulously today for the talent show. Canadian Williams' royal wedding is tomorrow. I'm actually going to be watching history, and I am so excited to be a part of history. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's awesome. So, yeah, I remember now thinking back, there was this guy, these are all names that I've changed. There was this guy, Danny, who went to a different school, who me and my friend, Sarah, also name change name really liked and so we'd always like doodle his name on things yeah like all graded girls did and then this one time we put it on the board no our names with a heart but really it was two separate meanings but this guy in my elementary school took a picture of it put it on facebook and made it seem like we were saying sarah danny and sam are like heart and then he tagged the boy and added him on facebook that is so rude isn't it so I was, like, very upset, and then, obviously, at the end of it, I had to mention that Kate Kate's getting married, which is, is I was part of history. Oddly That's enough, true. I like, was obsessed with the UK even in grade 8, even in 2010, so. So, did you end up dating any of these crushes? In grade 6, I think that me and Blake did date loosely saying because it was grade six and we were 11 but I remember me and Blake having a moment in time and he was probably my longest lasting crush like, all through elementary school I always went back to this Blake character and he's not cute like there's nothing there like when I look back I'm like Samantha come on <laughs> um yeah I didn't date any not even in high school I don't think I made that move on Jared <laughs> um definitely not um definitely don't regret it no Um, I'm living and uh I didn't date any of the crushes I had in elementary school which is kind of sad no I think that like the reason these journals like these journals were literally like are like the tumblr or like the twitter or like the I don't know the like social sites of our generation like we really didn't have much and I feel like probably for the best because if I had to like if I had social media back in elementary school, I would be exposing so many inappropriate things, I feel like. Yeah. MSN. We had MSN. Yeah, and that caused heaps of drama. Oh, my God. I got so bullied on Formspring. I actually have a distinct memory that haunts me till this day, which is the reason I deleted Formspring. Because an anonymous person wrote, you have a pool. You're a rich bitch. 
I hate you. And that like scarred me. Aww. It's not even that mean, but I was absolutely scarred. And I like deleted it for spring and like didn't invite anyone to my house for like months after. Aww. I know. Spring was like a bullying site. Yes, it was. I remember being targeted. Oh, those journal entries were funny. Yeah, those were good. You have anything else you want to, any other ones you want to like quickly bring in? Oh, today I'm going to write with a different colored pen. <laughs> Is that all you wrote? Yeah, no, it goes on, but that's like the highlight. Okay, this one's funny. I don't think I read it this time, and it pretty much sets the scene for Blake and Adam. September 7th, 2009. So I'm in grade seven. Today was the first day of grade seven. I was a little upset about not being in Miss Latar's class with most of my friends. But on the bright side, Sarah, Blake, and Adam are in my class. Oh my God, Blake and Adam sit behind us and they always call our names and wink or do the call me sign. I blushed, but whatever, it's very reasonable. I think it's going to be a great year. Salt, Samantha, P.S., Still like Blake, starting to like Adam. Shh, secret. <laughs> That's when it all began, when he got, when they got placed behind you. I honestly think I liked Blake even before then. Because it says I still, still like Blake. So I liked him since grade six. And now it's grade seven. Damn. Crazy, right? Should I read another crush? Oh, but in great in 2012, 2011, Victoria, I say here that I hate him. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Okay, let's let's hear it. No, there's just a fire with people in it. That's so funny. Oh, here's um here's one. A funny one. Um, this is just like a drawing of me and my crush. I forgot what I named him, Stan. And it says just fantasizing. I like Stan. Just needed to to state that he's <laughs> funny the funniest person i've ever met athletic cute not a follower farewell victoria oh my god you love that he's not a follower you love boys who just do them yeah i'm really glad that the one thing our parents have taught us is to keep everything yeah like we don't i don't throw anything out especially like old memories or like for the longest time i had every single piece of schoolwork from elementary school to high school like, I think only recently I threw out, like, a lot of my old high school work. So I was like, I'll never need this. But for the longest time, there's a bit in my basement with my name on it, which are my mom said, put whatever you want in it. That kind of, like, is you. And I just dumped every single ounce of my schoolwork into it. And then I went back. And when I went downstairs last year, I was like, I really don't need, like, every single essay I've ever written. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I remember my mom always said, oh, we only write the good things that happen. But, like, even, even like, reading back on the things that I thought were shitty, it wasn't that yeah. bad. And it's funny to read back on those things. I think it's good just to remember that, like, we were all kids once. And the things that we thought were so bad once, like, now looking back, aren't. And it kind of almost, like, gives you hope in the sense that, like, when really bad things do happen. Like, for instance, what we're in right now with this pandemic it's like one day we will look back and though it's a horrific thing that can never like open history forever, we can like laugh and say, do you remember when we made those, that poop podcast to kind of brighten the mood or like 
Do you remember when, like, all those funny memes and just, like, stupid shit that you can, like, look back and, like, laugh at? That's true. That's a good way to think of it. Just, like, it will be in the past and it's temporary and one day we're going to look back on it and it won't seem as much of a big deal. I think it's just because I had really, I feel like I thought my parents were really, really strict growing up. So I probably knowing me, like the journal was the place to be like crazy and bad. Yeah. So that's literally where it all went down. (laughs) Definitely. I think we should do this again. You do, do you? We should definitely, there's so many entries in here or just like read about what we thought we wanted to do with our lives back then. Mm. because I have so many entries saying like my dream job like I really want to do this oh I'd love to do that I have I do a bunch of stuff like that as well in my room so once I get in there so there we go so stay tuned for that yeah we'll see if our childhood if we knew anything if we could if we really knew who we were back then maybe it will help us Maybe it will guide us to victory. Well, we hope that this episode kind of brightened the mood a bit, made you think about your childhood and the funny things that happened in elementary school. Stay tuned for next week. Ciao for now, bitches. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Stumbling Along with Vicky B and Sammy Z. Follow us on Instagram at Stumbling Along. Like, subscribe, share, and comment on whatever it is you're listening to Stumbling Along on today. Ciao!